What's going on everyone? It's your boy JVD and we're back at it again with another episode of the FPL and Wine podcast. What's up guys? Jason here. Jason, it's been a while. A lot of stuff has happened in the last two weeks. We haven't recorded. Uh, game weeks have gone up and down for us. How are you feeling, man? Dude, it's been, yeah, definitely a crazy couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I honestly, uh, team's looking pretty good in good shape just a couple more spots to fix and uh, we'll talk about that on the episode um yeah most of the picks have started to come off um guys like Grealish, kdb bruno those are my last three transfers in all had 10 points for me this week uh captain bruno uh captain kdb came off um yeah i did a pretty good job 61 points this week um so you're drinking i believe um uh, but i'm i also got my miller genuine draft here mgd just uh just roll in um what about you looks like 41 points wasn't that bad of a week to be honest your captain hit so that's that's okay yeah yeah uh it's okay week below average so i don't think it's a good week but um one i don't mind 1.2 million right now it's fine uh i think there's just some transfers that i need to have in my team at this point like bruno fernandez Grealish. i I think just going without those guys is just going to put your team in jeopardy definitely definitely so that's one of the things but yeah, a lot has happened, man. Um, obviously, Pen- you got kind of screwed over this week, actually, eh? Cancelo. Yeah, Cancelo was there. I don't. I also like four of my guys were playing each other, or at least three of my premiums were playing each yeah, other. Yeah, the Spurs, Spurs, Chelsea, Spurs game. So, yeah. so it was okay. I don't mind it. It is what it is. Could have been worse if if Vardy got a couple goals. Definitely, yo. I was loving watching that Leicester game, man. It was great. Great game. Great game for the neutrals. I think we called that before. We called that before the game too, eh? Fulham look uh, kind of competent now. They were looking like the easy relegation team before, and now they look like they actually have they have like some sort of Premier League pedigree, which wasn't really the case before. Um, so we'll talk about that a little, I think, yep. in a bit. Uh, there's a lot to talk about on this episode. Jay, why don't you run uh, us down through the agenda for today? Yeah, for sure. So Chelsea Spurs, our first topic. Um, I'm going to review that game a little bit, just give our thoughts. Leeds versus Everton. Um, Man United talk and Bruno specifically. Uh, Jack Grealish keeps on ticking. Man City assets. Who do you, we want to get? Who do we target? Etc. Etc. Um, and Jota versus Salah. Because uh, I think, yeah, a lot of lot of Liverpool interest. Um, they look good. And what are we doing about Christmas fixtures? And then just some regular stuff. The match predictions, our differentials, transfers, as well as captaincy. So yeah, with that said, let's get right into it. Um, Chelsea versus Spurs. What did you think? You watched the game? We watched it together. We watched it together, actually. So yeah, I mean, I think we both had the same kind of conclusion. It was like a little bit entertaining in the first half, but then it kind of like the quality died out a little bit in the second half. Typical Moo game, right? Like this is exactly what you expect out of Mourinho. Yeah. I know you have Werner, right? Yeah, I have Werner and Son and Chilwell. Um, so happy with the Chilwell points, dude. This guy shits out bonus points every couple of weeks, even when he doesn't really contribute that much. So I love love to see that. But Son and Werner were... I mean, honestly, I expected the blanks from them. Not that big a deal. Uh, honestly, was expecting low scoring or draw here. So not really that bothered. What about you? You have a couple guys, Kane, Son. Yeah, I don't mind uh, keeping them just for now. I know they have the uh, London Derby next week. And also Chelsea play Leeds. So I think both those games have a lot of goals in them. So I'm yeah, not, definitely. I'm not really, Ch- Chelsea leads for sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm not really p- panicking. I, you have Werner as well, so I think that'll be a, that'll be a good match for him. Yep, definitely. I see a lot of people actually on some different forums and stuff. They're looking to get Werner in for these next two fixtures. 
So that's good sign for me for sure. So so what are you thinking? Because like for me, um, I have Kane and Son. Do you think at this point it's just fine to just go with one of them instead of doubling up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how many free transfers do you have? Just one or two? I have one. I was thinking of rolling it because I think they're, they're both going to return against Arsenal. But like the following week after, I might get rid of one of them. Yeah, I don't know, man. For me, uh, in terms of your team, I would be looking to get in. I mean, I think you need either Salah or uh, Bruno. We'll talk about this after, but those two guys, those two guys and KDB, um, I mean, we kind of talked about this at the start of the season, right? Like if you had to pick like three people that would just be stuck in your team the whole year, Salah, Bruno, KDB are probably the top three. And they're kind of proving it now. Like these guys are just looking like electric every single week. Um, City are kind of clicking. United are kind of clicking. Liverpool have been on fire for the last little bit. Uh, I mean, last two years, really three years. Um, And yeah, those three guys, man, I think you need at least two of them. If you're like, and those are the main captaincy options, I would say moving forward. Because realistically, I mean, are you going to captain Kane or Son for the next like three, four games? I don't think so, right? No. Yeah. So in that case, I would be looking to get in a different captaincy option. If you have to take a hit for another one, that's honestly fine too. Yeah. So I probably won't, I'll probably roll this week, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We'll figure it out. But uh, yeah. So that's in terms of the attacking assets. What do you think of the defensive assets from both teams? Yeah. Chelsea, man, these guys have uh, they've done a good job on setting up their defense. I thought Mendy had a really good game. He was claiming a lot of crosses and stuff. Um, and Thiago Silva as well, just like classy performance. Honestly, Spurs just had nothing in terms of uh, attacking intent. They were just kind of like okay with chilling in their box. Um, Ten men behind the ball, just playing on the counter. Um, and that'll suit them. They have some good defensive players and some good guys on the counter attack. But, I mean, as a neutral, you don't really love to watch that uh, C1 team just passing the ball around and Chelsea were reluctant to like press out two forward as well because that would leave them exposed so yeah just a regular regular Mourinho game big tactical battle um and no it was it was a fine game I didn't mind watching it at all it's just uh could have been could have been a little more entertaining yeah for sure what do you think of Regulon um I think he's a great pick actually um especially with their upcoming fixtures they've got uh Arsenal and Villa their next two those are both games that they should be keeping clean sheets against, to be honest. Um, sorry, uh, Arsenal and then Palace. So those two games, those those are really good for clean sheets. They have Liverpool and then Leicester after that. So honestly, I could see three out of the next three or four out of the next five, like pretty easily. Um, yeah, he was he's a good asset, man. Reguilon. Yeah, I was looking at his stats earlier, and even when they did concede, he managed to get an assist in both games. So. Definitely a very good attacking fullback if you're interested. Obviously, most people, I think, are on Chilwell now. I think he's more of a must-have in terms of defense. Chilwell and City guys, right? Yeah, which is something I actually want to take a deep dive into today. Like, Obviously, we'll get into the more more of the topics, but defense. Like, lo- If you look at your team, Jay, you have, I would say, a pretty good midfield like to the point where do you really need to touch it right now? Like, Wouldn't you want to make your moves more on defense now, or do you still think you can improve your midfield? Yeah, so my, my forwards, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, honestly. Um, I'm not really sure where to make my transfers at the moment. Uh, the only thing I can really think of is getting in another Liverpool asset, um, whether that be Jota, Salah, or a defender. Um, I don't think the defenders are really that viable anymore because I already have Robertson, and I don't really think a double up there is great with their lack of clean sheets. But um, yeah, uh, the defense is somewhere that I've definitely looked at because City look like keeping a clean sheet every week. Um, so do Chelsea and so do Arsenal. So 
I like those three teams a lot for cleans right now. So definitely looking there for transfers. Yeah, I think defense is definitely a, a big topic for everyone because although like all the attackers are there and if you have your team sorted out, like for example, Jay does, like just I think the d- defenders are definitely a big differential going forward. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially looking for attacking ones. Like if you had Mendy from City this week, I mean, that's it's it's hard to predict those attacking returns from a guy that doesn't really play that often. But uh, right so so that's my next question because like let's say you're looking for a defensive assets would you target city spurs or chelsea or maybe neither no i think it would be chelsea for me man um reese james is probably the guy who i would really be looking at man his crosses are lethal bro his crosses are really lethal um it seems like he has a lot of license to get forward and um yeah just just uh overall solid pick he keeps a clean sheet every week gets bonus points due to putting in a bunch of crosses um and i think he's due to haul one of these games like he's gonna get an assist and a clean sheet max bonus points kind of thing and it's gonna be uh it's gonna be good for his owners so if you have him definitely be looking at holding him for uh at least the next few games and long term as well and if you don't have him could look at bringing him in lots of defensive talk Chilwell, regulon um james mendy so definitely keep your eyes open Moving on to the ne- next topic, Leeds versus Everton. Jay, what were your thoughts? Um, I thought Leeds just killed them, man. Like Everton were Everton were kind of struggling to play their game. Leeds were getting. I mean, they do their regular Leeds thing. It was a good watch. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I was listening to the like official pod um, earlier this week, and uh, Julian Laurent what literally called this. He's like, "Yeah, Rafinha's my pick," and this guy ends up scoring. So that was a pretty sick, pretty sick call. I had Harrison. He got an assist. So I don't. Yeah, I got you. I don't that mind assist. that. Bamford, I don't know what's going. I'm gonna keep him. I know he's a season long hold, but he like for for some reason he just sometimes he gets those goals, sometimes he doesn't, but he gets chances, which I like. Dude, he's just a really inconsistent finisher, man. That's all it is. Um, he just gets a ton of chances though, so it'll the goals will come. And at that price, I don't think you're really too bothered, right? A few blanks here and there, it's okay. Yeah, and I guess what I want to ask you from this game is, I mean. Everton had DCL, which most people have, and then Leeds had Bamford, which I guess a considerable considerable amount have. So, what's your thoughts on like premium strikers? Do you think we sh- because of the such a strong midfield options this year, like because there's so many strong midfield options this year, um, is it worth investing in a premium uh, striking option, or would you just go for you know mid price strikers so that that would fuel your give you enough money for your defense and midfield? Yes. I mean, I've kind of gone that route myself. Um, I have Werner, who's like just kind of under premium, mid price type thing. Um, but I think it's definitely viable to have like three really cheap strikers, like Bamford, Watkins, DCL, or Bamford, um, Wilson, DCL, or um, who am I thinking of? Uh, there's a lot of options, honestly. Uh, che Adams is a pick. Um, who else is at six? There's another one I'm missing. Oh, um, Antonio. Antonio's back now. He's also a really solid pick. Um, so there is there is quite a few options at that mid-priced or cheap uh, forward slot. And yeah, I mean, like I said, the three top assets, in my opinion, are uh, KDB, Salah, and Bruno. So, I mean, if you can forego your entire forward line and just stick those three in, I'm honestly, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, so obviously, uh, definitely a little bit of offensive talk in this one because, you know, we had two... Um, I guess you could say mid-priced uh, assets going at each other, and most people have them. So I think I don't know if DCL had many chances. I didn't watch the entire game, but obviously Bamford did. And DCL is always a guy that's going to score. He's going to be a guy that most people have throughout the season. So 
you know, it's interesting to take that route just because the midfield this year is so strong. There's so many options in midfield. It's unbelievable, no? Yeah, yeah. You even have guys like Grealish. I mean, you have um, you have Ziyech. There's there's so many guys. Yeah. For sure. And who's who's the main guy in the midfield right now? What do you mean? No, who's the main guy in the midfield right now? That's like just tearing in general. Yeah, they're just tearing it apart. KDB, bro. KDB or. I don't know. There's, you tell me. You just you you brought him in this week, man. Oh fuck yeah, Bruno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruno Fernandez, man, and that's the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I was trying to segue into it. Fuck you, said fuck, KDB. Man. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. But I was but, like, yo, bro. who's this guy talking about, bro? <laughs> but bro, we can laugh about it because hey, man, that guy brought you ten points. Yeah, man. Good transfer. Good transfer. Good yeah, transfer. Yeah. Good transfer. Safe pick, but dude, he delivers, man, and like it's killing me not having him actually. Dude, like, that's it, it just the thing, is bro. like. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's looking good, man. He's looking good. Um, yeah, even like this game, United. Honestly, actually, I thought United played really well. Um, we'll get into that just now. Um, I thought that United looked as good as they've looked in a long time. They the two goals were obviously just set pieces. You really can't do much about that. The marking at the near post is always a problem with this uh, with this team. But um, yeah, the free kick obviously can't do anything about that. But in terms of like creating chances and stuff, United could have scored like what four or five like easily. There was those misses in the first half. Greenwood rounded the keeper, rounded the defender, and then missed. Um, who else? KDB missed that follow up. Or no, not KDB. Bruno missed KDB, that follow up. Man, Fuck man, yeah. this guy. Yo, I, his picture is on my screen. I can't stop thinking about him. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bruno missed that follow up from that chance. Um, so there's there's a lot of lot to like there. Um, but yeah, honestly, if it was I mean, you, you you know I have I've had Rashford for a while. Uh, I just dropped him this week. Honestly, the bro. But the the thing is, you should have done that way earlier. Yeah, I, I definitely think I should have. I sh- honestly, I shouldn't have even got him. I could have got Bruno in the first place. I think I had the money to spare. Yeah. Also, his price is rising. He's ten nine right now, so he's yeah, gonna be yeah. eleven soon. And it's just a matter of time before people can't even really afford him. Like he's going up like so fast. Yeah, he's gonna be KDB price between like within the next like three weeks i would say three four weeks so this brings me to my next question would you say like obviously we're gonna get into salavi yota later but i know you mentioned like earlier you said would you say that bruno kdb and salar are must-haves at this point like all three of them together i mean so you can't really have all three though right because like realistically you're only you can only captain one of them per week so dumping your entire budget into three guys is not i mean like i think we talked about this like in that golden rules pod you don't want to dump your entire budget just into one like section. You want to like pick where the so if you see like okay KDB has two fixtures I can captain him against or four out of five fixtures I can captain him against, you bring him in. So it's the same thing like that. Like in my case, I look at the fixtures and I don't really see apart from obviously the Manchester derby next week. Like I'm gonna captain either Bruno or KDB uh, basically every week. So with that said, do I really need Salah? I'm not sure. We'll talk about that in a bit though. You kind of gotta, you kind of gotta judge that for yourself, depending on your team, uh, where your captaincy is falling every week. But in terms of uh, United, I think Bruno's the only viable option, right? He's the best option. I don't think you can look look elsewhere, no. No, definitely not. Um, the only other pick would be Rashford, and like, I, I don't think it's really comparable. You're saving like 1.5 mil, but again, like I had him for so many weeks, and he always looks like he's just about to return, but he doesn't end up doing it. No penalties, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Just get to Bruno. Get Bruno as quickly as possible. Moving on to, I guess, arguably in contention for maybe PFA Player of the Year. Like, this guy's just on fire. The way he plays, man. Like, come on. Like, tell me about him, man. Jack Grealish. Yeah, dude. 
Jack Grealish, man. Yo, he was sick today. He did some he did some madness with those dribbles and stuff. He just looks so good every single time every he touches pitch, time, bro. Man. And here's the thing, if Watkins missed the penalty today, Dude, he has to. He has to. Yo, be the, if he's no, he on, has to be. Yo, he has yeah. To be simple, like. Yeah, 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 man. Fuck, Watkins missed like three out of the last five or something like that. I don't know, something ridiculous. Ah, uh, dude, if he's on pens, man, this guy's gonna be getting like fucking fifteen, seventeen pointers. Like, it's yeah, nothing. and I know, I know, Villa have a good run of fixtures, right? So. Yeah, they do. Their next five have Newcastle, Wolves. Wolves are not that good of an attack, but their defense is good. So maybe Grealish won't do that great. Um, but then Burnley, West Brom, Palace. I could see like returns in three out of those next five, like easily, and maybe one or two hauls. Should be good, man. I'm excited to own him for this uh, run. Yeah, there's not really much to say about this topic other than I think, even for me, like I brought in Barkley, but I I tried to be a little bit cheap, and it kind of cost me because dude, that's like me with Rashford, bro. Yeah, well, I didn't know he was gonna get injured, but like oh yeah, yeah, but, of course. But still, like Grealish was like the obvious pick, so. Probably going to end up going there because at this point, like, he is um, fixture-proof, one of the best in the league, if not the best right now. So not much to say other than I think you need to bring him in, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, especially for this run, um, I'd say, like, if you have to downgrade someone like Sun uh, to make funds for a different transfer, uh, getting Grealish there is honestly fine. I would rate Grealish about the same as Sun at this moment in time. Yeah, no, so definitely a move that I'm probably going to look into doing two weeks from now. So going to keep that in my mind. Uh, moving on to a little bit more of a complex topic, Manchester City and their fixture run. Your thoughts, Jay? Yeah, dude. You Did you watch the game against Burnley? They look like they're back, man. They look like they're back. I want so many pieces of this puzzle. So so this is interesting for, for folks that don't know Jay's previous uh, transfer moves. Of course, he's been very successful in the recent weeks, but Jay, did, is it true that you had Mares once upon a time? Dude, I had Mares for a long time, man. A long time. Like many, many game weeks of seeing this fucker get ones and twos and blanks, zeros. And then he goes and gets a hat trick this week. I was like, honestly, man, when I did the Grealish transfer, when I did the hit for KDB and Salah and Grealish and Mares, I was like, maybe I should just do KDB for Salah straight up. Just hold on to Mares because like returns are coming is what I was thinking in my head. And the returns came, man, and they came in a big way. This guy got a freaking hat trick. I'm just looking at the game like, yo, why couldn't he have done this one game? Just do this once. Score one goal in the entire fucking time I own him. But it's okay. It is what it is. It happens in fantasy, man. Yeah, like, obviously, both of us, um, you know, captaining KDB. A pretty reasonable choice, obvious choice. I don't think we both had to stress about captaincy, no? No, definitely not. Um, and I don't think we will be for the foreseeable future, man. If you're if you have KDB in your team, you can stick the captaincy on him, and you don't really have to worry too much. Like he'll probably get at least an assist, and maybe goal and assist, maybe a little haul. You never know. So, bro, like, what do you think about Manchester City? Because people can climb their ranks easily if you pick out the right city asset. I mean, not too many people in their mini leagues had Mares, but if you had him, you would have skyrocketed. Uh, you're looking at Foden, uh, Jesus, Mares, Fernand Torres. You're looking at Cancelo, Diaz, Mendy. You can even put Ederson in there. Like, there's so many assets that you could own from this team. Uh, which way do you go? Um, for me, I'm looking at Jesus most closely. Um, I know how much of a fucking frustrating uh, asset he is to own, and I've been there many times. And I've every time I've been like, "Yo, I'm never going there again." Not getting this fucker, but he's tempting me once again. Um, I'm looking at getting him in for either Werner or DCL in the near future um or even Brewster I don't know uh, I'll, I'll have to figure that out in terms of my team structure but 
Um, yeah, man. Jesus is probably a good one. And then I think the defense is a good place to go as well. You have Cancelo, and I think it was a really good transfer from you, kind of getting ahead of the pack there. Um, but Cancelo, Diaz, and Walker are also really good I picks. I think you're right. It's just there was a but and with due re- like with probable reason just because like Champions League's tomorrow and if Cancelo rested against Burnley that m- he he's going to play a Champions League which means if he plays Champions League like I made a I made a right move in ter- terms of my transfer but because he's playing so good maybe Pep has said you know what like I don't I want to win Champions League let me play him in for my UCL games and not not for Premier League anymore then I have to go back and fix that right that, that's that could be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would suck, man. Uh, um, what's their so, Champions League group? So saying? I think they, yeah, they definitely check that and see. But yeah, um, I'm gonna obviously, check right now. Like I was definitely bummed about Cancelo, but what do you do? It is what it is. I know some people brought in DS, which was a sick transfer move. Yeah, he's he's a good pick, man, for sure. And then if people brought in Mendy, wow, you guys are cheeky buggers because like that that's crazy, but. Dude, I, I don't um, think anyone would have done that. I think Mendy, like, I know you were talking to me the other day about Walker, but I feel like he's just a little bit too expensive for, you know, like Chilwell, okay, like that guy, you know, he gets up, he gets chances, he goes in the box, but I don't know about Walker so much. Well, Walker's main thing is that he's just nailed, right? So yeah, that's, that's yeah, about yeah, it. Could say that, yeah. Um, we have to see tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he'll get his six points. That's basically it. He's not really good attacking wise that much. Yep. So I don't know if that kind of wraps up City, unless you want to talk about anyone else. Um, no, I think that's about it. I think like Sterling is still a fine pick. It's just like, he's like in the same bracket as Bruno and Salah. So I don't think I would really go there. Also his price went down too. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Jesus, I think is a good pick. I honestly, if you want to stick in like someone like Foden or Ferran Torres, if you like, you still have a wild card, that's probably fine. You have like five games or so where you can just um like you can just kind of roll the dice um if you still have a wild card i think that's fine good punt there so yeah manchester city is like definitely has question marks over it um you know it's always hard to crack that little pepper roulette so it is what it is we have to see tomorrow uh, they're playing the champions league so it'll be interesting to see how pep you know lines up his side uh we'll see if cancello plays uh, obviously we me and jay both have kdb so i'm sure we'll, we might see him in, in the lineup as well well they're they're i think they're top of their group they're top of their group. They probably are qualified, so maybe he'll play, um, you know, a, a weaker lineup per se, just to get some guys a little bit more experience in the UCL. Yeah, yeah. They have twelve points. They just need like a draw in their next game, and there should be th- well. They, I think they're through anyways. They just need a draw to seal top spot. So, yeah. Hopefully, there's some rotation in Champions League coming up in the next two games. That would be good. Get the strongest lineup for the Premier League. Uh, so now that we talked a little bit about Manchester City, why don't we kind of turn the table and, and look at Liverpool? I think I think one of the biggest talking points is you know, of course, some people still have Robertson. You know, TAA was kind of a little bit of a letdown, but you know, can't blame the guy. He had one of the best seasons of any defender in the history last season, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, I know, like Yota and Salah. What's up? What's up with that, man? Uh, are you are you the type of guy to kind of save your money and budget, or you know, so we know we both know Salah is a selfish guy and he f- loves to score. Like you are, you do get your money worth when you invest in Salah. But at, just yeah, because no just because fantasy is so different this this season and like the mid the midfielders are so you know there's they're so diverse. There's so much so many more options. Where do you go? What way, which way do you go? Um, so this, I think it, again, depends on your, like, kind of team structure and what your captaincy options are looking like. 
so in your case i mean we kind of have like contrasting opinions or not opinions but like situations here where you're really if i would look at your team your only captaincy option over the next few weeks is kdb right i don't think you're gonna captain kane or son really yeah, kane is risky but he, he is a captaincy option but he's risky for sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 so like let's let's just say like not an option okay so in your in your case i would say let's go look at salah and see if we can get him in as soon as possible because that gives you that extra captaincy option on my team because i don't really need that i have bruno and kdb already um in my case, I would look to get Jota. So it really depends on your team structure and who you kind of like, what slots you need to fill. Um, I think they're both really good picks, and actually, maybe even Jota is emerging as a bit of a captaincy option as well, um, because if he's starting and like this guy produces every single week, man, um, I wouldn't be too too bummed about owning him and even capping him in some weeks. Yeah, so definitely interesting. I think you make you bring up a good point when it comes to captaincy. So a lot like I I. Like would invest my money in Salah and wouldn't even think twice because I know what kind of player he is. I we both know like what he wants to do. He wants that golden boot every season. He, like we know it every year, man. Exactly. And he wants to take so, all the penalties. He wants to fucking get all the tap ins. Yeah, so like it doesn't matter. He it is what goals. it is. It just depends on your team. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I think you make it make a good point. So yeah, we go from there. I think they're both. I think they're both really good picks, though. It must be said. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then, sure. um, if you if you want to double up, like if you already have Salah, and you need like a fifth or fourth mid, Jota is a sick option there. Honestly, just doubling up is fine. Um, like we said earlier in the season, right? Like the two best teams are still City and Liverpool. So getting as many assets from those teams is never a bad thing. Moving on to what many say, you know, is the best time of fantasy, the Christmas uh, fixtures. You know, a lot of uh, fixtures within a few days, you know, obviously presents are out there, snows, snows outside. Dude, it's snowing like crazy here right now, man. I was driving over. It's fucking crazy out here. It's going to be a rough commute to work tomorrow, but <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but yeah, no, Jay, what's your strategy when it comes to the, the Christmas fixtures? Because it's so consolidated and it's just like, it's just rapid transfers, rapid moves. You just got to think on your feet. Well, do you have a strategy when you approach this time of the year? So, I mean, the main thing is just having like a playing bench. So in my case, I kind of have to maybe work on that a little bit because like some of my guys, like I have Ferguson, who's just kind of sitting there dead every single week. Um, but making sure you have like, so this just goes back to like the main principles, I guess, of fantasy in general um, of making sure your players are getting as close to 90 minutes as possible every week. And I think both of us have done a pretty good job on that in terms of the starting 11. Um, it's just like, yeah, like you have Cancelo, I have a couple of rotation risks, like Brewster doesn't really start, he doesn't play the, all the minutes. Um, so yeah, we'll have to look at that. Um, honestly, yeah, just making sure that you have starters in your team, like guys who are going to be on the clean sheet every, on the team sheet every week. Um, guys like KDB, Bruno, Sun, um, even like Werner, DCL, like those guys are not going to get benched. Kane, especially Kane is probably the biggest one there. Um, yeah, just making sure you're not like handicapping yourself by getting a one or two pointer because the guy's coming off the bench no it'll be interesting um i think definitely the flexibility helps and this is the best time by the way if you want to start ripping a couple differentials because the games come so fast that like people are like kind of stuck on transfers that they were pre-planning kind of thing um so if you have like spare transfers and you can play a differential over a couple of weeks that's uh that's a good way to play the game over this next few game weeks for sure. So definitely a interesting approach taken from Jay. Uh, I, I'm the same. Uh, 
Got to keep a lot of options open. Uh, I'm trying to just build my team for that period, to be honest with you, and so that I can just, like, leave it like that. And like Jay said, definitely have a good bench so that it allows for you to have that flexibility. Um, I think that that about wraps up our, our topics. Um, a lot of time spent on those premium midfielders. I think that's, like, the main focal point of this year's FPL season. Yes, okay, you Yeah, have, it seems like it. That was always the case, right? Yeah, like, you have Kane, Aguero, Asher. Okay, yeah, Warner's, like, kind of premium, I guess you could say. But, like, the main, the like, the big bulk of the points... Most reliable, reliable guys are yeah, these midfielders. Yeah, the, the big always. bulk of the points are coming from the midfielders this year. I think it always has, but, like, more so this year. Like, of course, Aguero's not there. You got Salah, KDB, Bruno being one of, like, the main if not all the main topics of our pod so far. So, and Grealish, you could throw in there Yota as well. So, you know, a lot of options, a lot of options that managers have. So, yeah. Um, let's uh, kind of conclude a little bit and move on to the Game Week 10 match predictions. It's going to be a nice little Friday for you to kick it off. Uh, Ashton Villa against Newcastle. Are you excited for that one? Yeah, dude. Um, Newcastle don't really, I mean, they're fine. They're a fine team, but they're not like... They're not a good team. Like, you know, they'll probably finish lower to mid-table, um, whereas I expect Villa to finish higher. And, yeah, Grealish, man, he's going to do bits against them. Uh, it depends on, I guess it depends on what Newcastle decides to come out because they have kind of two modes of playing where they can either try and actually play, which would be really good for Villa, or they can just park, which won't be that good, and we'll have to see if they can actually break down a parked bus. Um, yeah, that should be a good game. I would guess it's going to be like 1 or 2 nil to Villa interesting yeah, yeah for sure i think uh obviously Grealish is there so yeah uh burnley everton um that's like a 2-2 i think like burnley um horrible team but they'll shithouse their way to a couple of goals um i think everton are faltering quite a bit especially dude i don't know without dinier they don't look like the same team at all eh yeah they're i don't know it it, it is definitely is interesting i know dinier had like what two assists in the last one they had so yeah definitely he's definitely a source of a main source of their attack but i think you would expect like obviously burnley are good defensively but you would still expect maybe dcl to get a couple chances in that game so moving on to uh manchester city against fulham i think uh obviously you and i both have kdb i'm hoping cancello plays but if he doesn't he doesn't but i think you know like there's obviously a lot of um points in this game right yeah definitely um Fulham looked good today, but they looked good against... Uh, oh, fuck. We forgot to talk about Vardy, man. Fuck. Leicester, dude. They're so shit. We don't need to talk about that game, bro. <laughs> it was a good It was good to watch, we, though. It was fun to watch. We brought them up a little bit. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. True, true. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I just uh, just wanted to think about that once more. Um, No, I thought Fulham actually kind of shored up a little bit, and they look a little bit better. But no, I think Man City will dispatch them pretty comfortably. Probably like 3-1, 4-1, 4-0 maybe. Yeah. No, City are definitely looking good. Uh, maybe your Jesus pick will come to life. Uh, but yeah, I think KDB will definitely produce. Let, let's see what happens in the lineup tomorrow in, in UCL. But yeah, because that kind of like if Sterling Sterling might play, maybe Mares rested gets uh, rested again, and then he comes up like yo big against might have to Fulham. bring him like, in, bro. Might have to bring him in. Holy yeah, it all depends right on the lineups tomorrow for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, a little bit of an interesting game for United uh, West Ham. Uh, away so like west ham are, have shown good form they've shown that they can get good results they're competent they're very competent really yeah, good man. team and yeah man Moyes, dude he made some really good tactical adjustments i felt like today against villa did you watch the game at all yeah i did yeah like west I ham did, were really. like like they went down they took off yeah that sub was good they changed off um the wingback system i think and just went to like a straight four back 
and Ben Rama did the assist. It was good. They they played well. They it's a good opponent for any team. United will struggle, I think. <laughs> yeah, we already know it, man. Um, I think one of the, like the cool games this weekend, Chelsea Leeds. It's gonna be nice. I think I'm gonna hold on to Ziyech. Uh, Definitely, I don't think you drop him, man. He's a good pick. He's a good pick. You liked him, eh? Like he was putting in a lot of crosses. Like I don't mind him. He's I mean, fine. he has his one move, and like if Werner's in the box instead of Abraham, I think he might get like one or two goals or assists there. Um, so I'm happy. I would be happy owning him for sure. That should be a bloodbath game. I mean, we said that last week as well, but. But I don't know. Yeah, for Bamford, it might be a bit difficult. Like, Zuma and Thiago Silva are looking like a nice partnership for Chelsea. Fuck, man. Good good pairing for sure, yeah. yeah. So, it'll be it'll be difficult, but I, I don't mind Bamford, man. This guy, he, he, he finds a way. I don't know how, but he finds a way. So, we'll figure it out. I mean, the thing is, Leeds are just... They're in the opponent's fucking final third the entire game. Like, they're just pressing the whole time. Um, so, Bamford will get his chances for sure. Yep. Moving on to West Brom Crystal Palace. Um yeah man yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> moving on to Sheffield Not much to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah man uh, again dude we'll move on from that bro I don't think anything's gonna happen in that well, game either. hey well Sheffield they're last and Leicester have one of the most prolific strikers in the league no yeah we'll we'll see about that man um I think uh I could see like a 1-1. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, you never know like Chris Wilder like yeah he's been losing but he's not like he's been getting like smashed it's just like yeah, they just struggled they to struggled. Dude, they, they struggled wait, they to score a lot man. of chances, right? They, they created a lot of chances bro, they, in the last they, they game and just striker. fucked it. They're struggling to score. It's like that. Dude, just fucking start Brewster, man. You paid like 50 million for this guy. Just put him up top and just see what happens. Like it can't be worse than fucking McBurn. <laughs> Moving on to the North London derby, Spurs against Arsenal. I have Spurs assets. I think I'm going to keep them cuz I think that they're going to Yo, for sure. They, I think they'll be I think they'll all be over Arsenal. Arsenal. But hey, Arsenal have like haven't looked too good in the last couple of fixtures, so maybe they'll respond. I think it's just going to be a good game for goals, so I'm 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 hoping like, you know, there's a couple goals here and there, but yeah. Uh Liverpool Wolves. Um that's a actually a tough, really tough game to predict because Wolves are just going to park the bus and we'll see. No, that's true. That's true. They won't score though. You have Robertson and you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, and by the way, guys, let's let's kind of like talk about this. Like, it's never good to see, you know, a player of that caliber, like, or if anyone go down like that. So oh yeah, that was rough. Hopefully man. he's doing Fuck okay, Jimenez. guys. I, yeah, I think yeah. it was like uh, definitely a, a a fracture to his skull. He's got a so fracture, right? Prayers prayers are up for he for Raul. Yeah, that's not good, man. One of, the, one of the best Mexican strikers in the world, if not the best. Um, so yeah, good striker for the league too, man. He's yeah, a good man. player to have just in general around the league. Good guy. So yeah, uh, definitely uh, you know, thinking of him for sure. But yeah, Liverpool Wolves. Um, yeah, I think Liverpool clean there. Probably two nothing. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Salah two goals maybe. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Maybe, maybe Jota. Jota grabs one. Yeah, Jota's looking good. It's just weird. Like, is he gonna start every game? I don't know, man. Fuck. I hope so. I'm gonna think about bringing him in. We'll talk about that real soon. Uh, and then Brighton Southampton. Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, I have they're, Lamptey. I'll they're play both Lamptey. they're both good teams. I mean, I could and see then, I could see Walker goals Peters. in this game. Yeah, I could see goals in this game, like a one yeah, one think, two one. I think you have KWP, right? Yeah, I do. I have both him and Lamptey. So I have I'm the same. So I'll probably just play both of them and see what what's up. I think Lamptey might help. It'll be a cool game to see Monday. Attacking returns. That's a good game for attacking. Yeah, returns. yeah. So there you go, folks. That kind of wraps up our little uh, our match predictions. Um, Jay, do you have any differentials going into game week ten? Yeah, so we kind of talked about this before. I'd say Gab Jesus, probably the biggest one. Um, this guy, as frustrating as he is, comes out with points here and there, and I think this could be a good game for him. Okay. 
Uh, I like Rafinha on Leeds. He looked very good um, against Everton. You know, he's kind of kind of being very creative. So I think he's a cool pick to have if he, if he continues to start. Yep. Um, I like Ben Rama as well from West Ham. Uh, he subbed on this game. And um, I don't know. I don't think I would advise transferring him in. But he's uh, he's a really cool like asset like he or not 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 asset but like just in players in general like he's he's very tricky and he has he can make those uh make those chances like that cross was really good for the goal today so yeah i would say he's my other one and then i'm gonna i'll put one more two more out there i think bowen for west ham we saw him he was pretty good today yeah yeah and yeah yeah, and then che adams for southampton i thought even though he didn't get fbl points against united he looked really good yeah and like yeah yeah so i think that that's definitely our differentials some cool p- uh, players uh moving on to transfers this week jay do you have anything in mind or are you gonna wait until the ucl games finish well definitely waiting until the ucl games but the transfers that i have in mind right now is i i mean it'll probably involve either sun or a defender um and i'm looking at getting jota in uh for sun uh we kind of talked about this earlier since i don't really have i don't have that extra slot in terms of a premium attacker to get salah um and Jota is basically doing doing similar things to Salah. Um like I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's nailed on by any means, so I probably I'm not gonna fire it early for sure, gonna wait until deadline. But I'm definitely looking at that throughout the week as a potential transfer. Nice. I like that. I like that. That's that's a good one. I think I think I think your defense you, you can strengthen your defense. Like I really like your shout uh, on Reese James. Like that the Leeds game could be a good a game for him for sure so dude i'm so close if i had if i had fired i mean i don't know it's just fucking price changes dude i hate them so much but if i had just a couple more mil in the bank i could do james and salah for robertson and son that would have been those would have been really sick transfers and i would have really liked to do that but it is what it is short on cash it is can't really do anything about it yeah that's 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 something to keep uh keep in mind uh for me I don't what know, are you man. doing? Yeah. I might roll and then have two free transfers so I can bring in like all the assets that we spoke about today. Like I need Grealish, Bruno, and then either Yota or Salah. Like I might do a minus four, so I'll do three. I'll do three changes. Yeah, yeah, I would look at that too, man. Um, I we talked about the Spurs guys, right? Like a little bit. I'm gonna probably put my keep my faith in them for this last week. I I think Arsenal are just really bad. Like they're just not good. And like, dude, they'll be all over them. Spurs should Spurs should have Luis a lot. Luis is like in this concussed, game, man. Like he shouldn't even be playing next game. Like he. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I think I think Kane can definitely handle those center backs holding in Gabriel. I think Son I would be for you, bro. Like I know you said Son to Yota, but maybe not this week. But like hey, I don't know. Like like it is it is a gamble. Fuck, I'm just going to keep Son and Kane and see how they do against Arsenal. And yeah, if it doesn't work out, then they're definitely my They're easy ways to make money for your, for your for the rest of your team, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. I'll uh Bruno, Grealish, Salah. Like if I can get that, I'm good. And we go from there. So that that's kind of where I'm thinking. I think those players are like we said earlier. They're just yep for sure. You need to sure. get them at this point. Um, and then captaincy, bro. What do you think? Um, probably KDB for me. Uh, it's not really that gonna overcomplicate it that much. I think they're gonna smash Fulham like by three or four goals. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that KDB cap. Uh, maybe Werner as well is a good good option for sure on my team. But I don't think it makes any sense to go away from uh, De Bruyne here. Yeah, I think KDB cap is definitely good. Um, hopefully he doesn't play tomorrow and he gets rested. So yeah, I, I I don't mind that. And then yeah, if you if you have Salah, I get I guess home at, at home to Wolves, 
Uh, Wolves have been... I mean, Salah at home anytime. Salah anytime, man. Fuck. Just throw the captaincy on him. You'll probably be fine. Get a fucking six or eight pointer exactly. at least. Exactly. So definitely someone to, to keep an eye out for. But hey, it's definitely good to record. Um, again, it feels good. Hopefully, we can definitely get this, this episode out to you guys as soon as possible. Um, but yeah, another episode in the books, bro. I think I think this one was nice. I think it was a little bit longer. Well, longer. Yeah, it was longer, but it, it flowed well. Some good topics. Um, so yeah, man. Another episode in the books. Uh, I'm your co-host Johnny. This is Jason. And this is the FPL and Wine Podcast. Signing off. Peace.